Welcome to episode four of Ambassadors, our show that takes you behind the scenes of Between Two Beers. Shay, bit of a long day? Been a long day, longer day for you. What time was your start? Yeah, it's 4.30 start this morning. AM. Uh, this is my day though. You know, I get one that my wife has given me one day a week to leave the house. <laughs> You're really making the most out of it. <laughs> and I had physio at 7 a.m. in Mount Albert, and then we did one epic long form pod this morning with Dean Lonigan. We did another one that we've just finished with a mystery guest, which was what? It was epic. Yeah. I think we're both pretty fizzed. It's been a long day, but we are fizzed after that last recording. Yeah, I don't know why we're not going to say who it is, but it was one of my favourite episodes we've ever done, so there's something to look forward to. But here <laughs> is raps. episode... Yeah, it was, man. It was cool. It was a journey, huh? Yeah. And people, people are going people... to hate us not saying who it is, but... Anyway. Do you think they'll hate us not saying who it is or us saying journey? <sighs> you both. More, more often. <laughs> Let's not go down that track again. <laughs> Um, and this is episode number three for the day, and then we're going to the footy tonight. Yeah, that's right. FIFA Women's World Cup semi-final, Spain versus Sweden. Yeah. Um, just quickly before we recap the Women's World Cup experience, <laughs> who are you backing tonight? Uh, Swedes. Yeah, Swedes look good yeah. in their win over Japan. Um, but no, let's talk women's football. Uh, oh, I'm also backing Sweden. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was going to ask. Sorry about <laughs> Yeah, were ask. you going to ask? Because you I didn't. Gonna, I was going to ask. Uh, man, it's been a hell of a tournament. Uh, I have been very heavily invested. That Australia-France game was one of the most gripping sporting theatres that I can remember. I was watching by myself at about 10.30 at night. In that penalty shootout, I was sort of, I had the cushions up like by my face. Like I was so nervous for these women. There was so much riding on it. Huge game, like great game. Did you run a two-screen operation with the WARS at some? Because nah. there was a crossover between the two. Nah, I didn't. I didn't. Oh, you were fully invested just, in, in the World all, Cup. I was just all in on football. Um, this is just the storylines there. Uh, Sam Kerr coming on, like bursting forward with her first touch. Did you watch the game? Yeah, of course I yeah. did. Uh, but the penalty shootout, the drama of that penalty shootout was unmatched. The Aussie goalkeeper, Mackenzie Arnold, she saved and then had the chance to be a hero and scored the winning goal. She missed. And then France missed and Australia had the chance to win it and they missed. And then Mackenzie Arnold made an amazing save and had to come back and retake it. And then she made another save and then Australia had a chance to win and they missed. And then France missed and then Australia scored and they won. And boy, oh boy, I was flying. Big fan of Mary Fowler. Yes. In, in our household, Doc Brown has really got on board okay. with the Mary Fowler train. Yeah. Very, very good play. She was, yeah, she was amazing. Yeah. And Mary Fowler as well. Oh. Hey, now, hey, and how long ago does it feel like New Zealand beat Norway? Yeah, long way. Long, but long. What a, what a moment that was as well. Like, kind of massive, massive highs through this whole World Cup. Yeah, we haven't spoke about the Women's World Cup in Ambassadors yet, I don't think. So... That game, we were both there when New Zealand beat uh, Norway and having talked to Rebecca Stott a few weeks before and our best mate Maney as assistant coach, there was a lot of emotions uh, in my eyes. Yeah, you're an emotional guy, You're an emotional guy, but I, I was doing a match report for the Herald and I came down afterwards and I think it was, you, you know, you know that – behind-the-scenes story of what someone's been through. And mm. obviously so connected to Mania, I know how, how much, how hard it's been in that Ferns environment and the bad results and him being away from home. I was just sort of wrapped up in it for him. But the way they played, just the whole thing was one of the greatest sporting events I've ever been to, up there with Bahrain and 
Wellington in 2009. Yeah, 100%. It was amazing. And, yeah, fair, fair play to Maney. He, uh, he deserved that result, as did all of the football ferns. Just a shame it had to end a little bit too soon for them, in my opinion. Mm, nicely said. Uh, right, moving on. Uh, my week's surreal moment. Uh, I got a text. I'm, you know, I'm terrible at like saving people's numbers. You hate this. Oh, really? Me. We can <laughs> add this to the list of things that Stephen does that winds me up. Yeah, not saving people's numbers particularly annoys me. One of your pet, many pet peeves. I got a, a, a text from a random number. and It was like, hey, mate, really loved the Jerry episode. Uh, look at this little bit of treasure I've dug up. It was Mikey Havoc texting me. <laughs> So amazing that he's listening and enjoyed it. And then the link was to a Dropbox and he'd found the original episode of Jerry with the the live eye that we spoke about <laughs> in his episode. And holy shit, we're going to cut out a little clip for socials, but just took me back. I remember talking about it in that episode and I said that my memory was a bit hazy on it and it was just as I remember, <laughs> like a big cricket helmet with a camera on the side and in these sort of prostitute parlours and oh man, like yeah, I, you haven't seen it yet. No, have I haven't. Is it, is it kind of grainy found footage or is it like passable TV it's, content? It's, pass, it's it's in between. It's not it's not great quality, but it, it will come up good on social. So, so stand by for that one. Uh, in other news, we are going to, which episode are we going to reflect on? Sonia Gray. Sonia Gray. Uh, yeah, she was cool, eh? She was really cool. Yeah. I, like, you, I feel like the lotto chat, I know I got hammered <laughs> during the episode. I got hammered post-episode as well. I feel like that was a really, really interesting part of that. Yeah, it was. I stitched you up a bit there because I was the one hyping up the lotto chat <laughs> to start with. I was like, oh, we're so excited for yeah. lotto chat. And then you went a little bit too far. And But but then what well, afterwards in the ACC Waiting room outside. Green room, Sonia called it. The green room. Well, we talk, told a few people we had Sonia on and all they wanted to know were the questions you yeah, asked. Yeah, Chris, Chris Key almost validated every question <laughs> that I asked about Lotto. It was amazing. Yeah. It was really, really good. So well done. Um, but yeah, it did. I, I sort of spoke about it a little bit in the episode, but it sent me on a bit of an ADHD journey. I think I revealed that uh, my son Bowie undiagnosed ADHD, but, you know, the more I look into it, the more I think he has it. And it was a bit of a I, – I talked to my wife, Bon, after it. I was like, is it okay for me to talk about this, you know, on the episode in front of the audience? And she sort of said, yeah, I think it's good. Uh, isn't that the whole point, that it's not something to, to sort of shy away from? Uh, and so we both did an ADHD test, mm. didn't we? Yeah, uh, both got 21. 21, which is non, non-ADHD. Yeah, that's right. I did send the link to uh, – my wife, Bon, and she definitely has ADHD. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. She's okay with me talking about that, it. Is that internet link like medically <laughs> nah, certified? it's not medically certified, but yeah, she's got it. But I think to your point, like talking about it as a parent, a lot of the feedback that we've received from that episode has been like, I really needed to hear that at this point in time, or thank you guys so much for putting a platform for that story to be shared. So yeah, definitely um, like really valuable, I think, what we've done. And, and great that Sonia continues to fly the flag for the neurodiverse community. Yeah, she's epic, eh? And yeah, the feedback has been cool. People are saying I needed this episode. It hit me at the right time. You know, I didn't really understand what was going on with my kid. This has helped paint a clear picture. Have it's, you listened? Really cool. She suggested you listen to the I listened me- to it. mechanics of a meltdown? Yep. You did? I listened to it. Ah, yep. good one, man. On drive up. Yeah, it was really good. Really good. Really helpful. Yeah, nice. Go and listen to it if you think your kid's got ADHD. Episode eight. Yeah, no such thing as normal. Mm. Ten episodes all out now. Yes. Right, into some questions. A question from Dougie Sargent. 
Loved your chat with Josh Coman. What an absolute legend. After hearing you talk about your Kipchoge challenge run, I went and watched the video. Brilliant. Was that Seamus in the stand on the home straight? <laughs> uh, yeah, that was me, Dougie. Uh, <laughs> it was me and Michael Main, who we referenced earlier, and his beautiful wife, Tyler. Um, yeah, that feels like a long time ago. I was speaking about that at the gym last week, actually, funnily enough, with Dave McLean. Yeah. And um, – yeah, we were just talking about that, and I thought back to the training that you went through. Like for those that I guess aren't familiar with what you did, how long and intensive was that training? Yeah, um, oh, shit, it was about three months, I think. Uh, I was quite fit at the time. The, the whole premise was, could I run one kilometre as fast as Kipchoge did for forty-two when he ran a sub-two-hour marathon? And it's that was kind of why we talked about it in the Josh Coman episode, like. It's so fast. Anyone that knows running, like if you can do a kilometre in 2.50, which is the time, you are basically sprinting. So Josh ran a lot faster than that at his peak, which was kind of the point I was making. But to my video, um, it was pro- it was the hardest physical thing I've ever done. Like it's a real hurt locker, that, mm. that distance, because you just go fast and you just hold on. And there's a, there's a point in it where my tank gets emptied and I'm coming around the corner yeah. it's about 800 metres. I remember that. And I start getting wobbly and my legs go and I think, oh, fuck, I can't do this. And then on that home straight, I remember just I caught a second wind and it's pretty unco. Like I'm just, I'm like that guy from Forrest Gump. I believe that belongs to Mr. Gilmore. <laughs> you know the guy? That's no, not Forrest Gump. Gilmore. That's no, Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. <laughs> oh, a good one too. Uh, but yeah, could I you do, hear us? Could you hear nah, us cheering you on? Hear, I was in a little. I was in my own world, um, charging down, and I crossed the finish line right on two minutes fifty, which is the time I had to be. Which means I didn't have to. If, I, if it was two fifty one, I would have had to have done the whole thing again. There was like two cameramen and a whole setup there, so three friends, three friends. But yeah, it was a really cool shot. The last shot is uh, me on the ground, I think, and I'm just absolutely spent. And in the background is Seamus and my two other friends in the stand. And I think, yeah, it added, it added to the drought. One, I think Tyler had her hands over her face, but it was cool. It's something I'm really proud of. Go and watch the video. Yeah, I'm proud of you too, man. Yeah, sure, bro. <laughs> uh, question from Boomer Cochin. Hell of a name, Boomer Cochin. I've seen your posts about publicly talking about the BTB story. What's been the coolest part of the journey? Oh, boomer. For you guys. Nah, boomer, that word's been cancelled. You can't say journey. Shay, favourite part of the journey? Um, I think I mentioned this on a previous episode, but like building a toolkit of really useful advice. Every episode that we record with someone, I find myself now relating it to the journey that we're on with the podcast. And it's been awesome. Um, perseverance is something that Dean Lonigan spoke about today. Um, Patience, I think, and patience, perseverance, and confidence. confidence. There you go. You were listening. Um, yeah, I was listening. I was listening. But it's cool. I think because I listen back to all of the episodes to pull out those little nuggets and to know that one day you can dip back into something and find something useful or refer it to a friend or a family member is awesome. Is that a shot at me because I don't listen back to the episodes? You read that any way you want to, mate. I took that as a personal attack. Yeah, you like a Maybe you have to look, in the, look long and hard in the mirror. <laughs> Would you like to know what the coolest part of my journey has been? Sure. Because you didn't ask. Well, it was like the Sweden-Spain game. You didn't ask me who uh, I was backing tonight. So tasted, for own, tasted my own tip medicine tip. and it is sour. <laughs> this is what we get like at the end of yeah, a long day, isn't it? a long day. Yeah. A little bit just passag, It's a bit silly. Nagging away at each other. Silly. Um, coolest part. I was thinking about this. I had a moment in the car the other day and it was that 
we're in a position now where we get to think of who the most interesting, successful people in New Zealand are, and we reach out to them. And a, lo- a good percentage of the time, we end up in a room with them for two hours, drinking a beer, picking their brains, asking them anything we want. Like that. And, yeah. and uh, we spoke about this in a previous episode. The extension of that is we develop relationships and sometimes friendships and, and that continues. Like that is that yeah. whole ecosystem we've created. It's pretty awesome. It's cool. It'd be better if you saved some of those numbers so you knew who was hey. uh, texting you back. We, um, we also had a question from Manaya Stewart oh. of the ACC who asked where the male G-spot was <laughs> in the anus. I'm not going to answer that, Manaya. That's something you have to figure out for yourself. But an interesting fact that's been around the ACC halls is this kind of notion that Manaya and I look the same or are the same person. I think he's been mistaken for me on a few occasions. I'm yeah. yet to be mistaken for Manaya anywhere. I don't know whether that says more about Manaya or less about me. Two beautiful men. I've come down on both sides of this because the other day you you two were both in the same place. That You look nothing alike. Mm. But a few weeks ago, I saw him walking from a distance and I thought, that's Seamus. Yeah. So I can see it. Well, maybe we'll put it. some sort of a poll up on socials and you can vote whether you think we look alike, Manaya, Stuart and I. Yeah. And a lot of people it. say that you and I sound alike. So last Ambassador Zep, I talked about the legend Soda Plumbing that came around and said they listened to every episode and they came back and they thought <laughs> you were me. And they were like, we actually can't tell you guys apart. <laughs> you, you both sound like we never know like who's saying who. So you've sort of both blended into one personality, which is okay, I guess. Again, I don't know who that speaks more to, but yeah, that's, that's fine. You got a highlight for the last two weeks? Highlight of the last two weeks. Um, yeah, probably the response to our this Loki Legends concept. Uh, I wasn't really sure how it was going to land. So up until now, well, maybe over the last two years, it has been about getting the highest profile guests we can to share their epic stories. It was kind of the blueprint. Um, and you grow an audience that way because you capture a large audience. Now that we do have a big audience that seems to follow us wherever we go, I love the thought of these low-key legends, and it's guys like Dwayne Dalton and Josh Coman and hopefully a few more coming. Names that people probably wouldn't know beforehand, but they listen because they they expect it's going to be a decent listen, and then the story just unfolds and is totally epic. And it just opens up a whole new range of guests because it can be quite hard to continuously get high-profile people in. Yeah, we got asked that this week, didn't we, about what do you do if you haven't got a guest? Yeah, uh, you just try to <laughs> you re-release an old one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's it's cool. It, it, it's, it's a, I think it's the evolution of the podcast. It went from football to sort of celebrity and now established audience and we just find the most epic stories in New Zealand and we find the best ways of sharing them. So that was my highlight. Yours? Um, it's not directly podcast related, but a couple of cool opportunities have presented themselves to me. I've got the opportunity to go up to the Solomon Islands in November for the Pacific Games to do a TV hosting gig. Ooh, so, check you out. Yeah, two hey, weeks. In front of camera. Yeah, two weeks back uh, back in the Solomon, so it should be awesome. Mm. Um, I think you'll be able to catch that down here on Māori television if no. you 
I'll want to tuning. see how I track. I'll be tuning in. Um, and some more commentary opportunities. So, Have you um, put in for leave from the podcast? Are you going to be away for a couple of weeks? Yeah, I've accepted. I've accepted my own, <laughs> my own leave. Um, and some commentary, some football commentary on the Olympic, men's Olympic qualifiers uh, here in Auckland. Are you in, trying to become the new voice of football in New Zealand? Yeah. From Jason Pine. Jason Pine, if you're listening to this, I'm coming after your mantle. <laughs> so I started a low-key kind of Twitter uh, Twitter thread, which didn't really get any traction at all uh, during the Women's World Cup. Twitter's so. dead, mate. Twitter yeah, is X anyway, yes. Yeah, so I've yeah, dead yeah, named yeah. Twitter. Apologies for that. <laughs> Apologies. Uh, who was it? Elon Musk? Yeah. I see they called off their fight. Musk and Zuckerberg? Uh, yeah. Who would you back? Topical. Um, I think Zuck's got that, eh? I've seen a few pics of him in, in Israel. He looks like he's... Looks like he can ripped. handle himself. So he's ripped. ripped yeah, okay. Bits. You're Team Zuck. I'll go yeah. Team Musk then. Team Zuck. But hey, look, that's enough for, for today. It's been a long day. Um, been a good day. Yeah, it's been a great day. One of the great days. One of the great days. Between Two Bears history, I think. Yeah, it's been a goodie. We love your feedback. We love getting questions. Uh, we love everything about <laughs> we, you. We love you. I don't know. What I'm, it's <laughs> what a long day. That? Let's call Let's, it. Yeah, cut it off, Let's mate. call it. Let's call it. Producer Adam, thank you time. as always. Over and out. <laughs> <laughs>